You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. It's time for the Nerd Overload 200th episode special, though live in front of a studio audience. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Sorry, guys. I was late. Wimmy wham wham waddle. Oh, Cody. Oh, that's Cody. <laughs> that's my catchphrase I've always had. Uh, all, all, all the time, yeah. So yeah, thank you all for tuning in. We have a great show for you this week, jam-packed with all sorts of the fun, fun stuff that you know and love us for. A bunch of news, but first let's talk about some things we've been checking out, and can I stop doing this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I, I oh, was thank gonna, God. I was okay. going to ask right. you yeah, if you were right. going to I'm going to do the, whole vo- the voice for the whole show? Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could do that, sure. Oh, no. Andy Samberg, <laughs> musical guest. <laughs> The Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> I don't know why that's the first. I don't know, but it works. <laughs> Out of their retirement home. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, hey, I can get into a couple things I've checked out real quick from the week. First thing, I watched a bunch of episodes from uh, a Netflix series called uh, Miraculous, The Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir. This has been on for a while, but uh, it's yeah, the it's first got, time I've. I always like it out. wanted to like fan art and like fandom from it. A lot of uh, cosplay at conventions, yeah. like a surprising amount. It's a good costume that yeah. she has. Yeah, very strong. Yeah, so the so the uh, idea of the show is it's a really formulaic, you know, kind of episodic show where you have uh, two teenagers in high school at a French high school. There, the show is set in Paris, France. Basically, uh, they each have these little trinket things that give them superpowers. One of them, the main character, um, has a pair of earrings that gives her, like, good luck powers, I guess. Something like that. And also, like, a yo-yo with an impossibly long string that she swings across the city with, like (laughs) Spider-Man. And uh, the other guy has a ring that gives him, like, bad luck powers. And he's based after, like, a black cat. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really interesting. Like, the villain, like finds people throughout the city that has like um, is going through like strong negative emotions like despair or anger or whatever and like turns them into like a themed villain and it's all really clever it's really cool the show is a joint production between a, um, a zag tunes which is a french art studio and uh toei oh, so okay. yeah so it has this really cool kind of it's 3d animated but it has a kind of anime ish looking kind of look to it yeah yeah yeah. but uh yeah it's and it has like a full-on like magical girl like transformation sequence Mm. when they put on their costumes both ladybug and cat noir it's almost like sailor moon and spider-man if you flop flop the uh the gender roles it's Mm. it's very sailor moon oh yeah it's very cool they i like even to the point where the uh the main character when she's not in her superhero uh persona she is incredibly clumsy and always like Like being over being overly like reactionary and like overreacts and stuff like that. It's a, uh, it's really cool. Always late, always sleeps in, always hungry. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But no, I only I, thing missing is running with toast in her mouth. Pr- pretty much. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I really enjoy the show. It's definitely worth checking out. I think like the first two seasons are on uh, Netflix. I've only gone through the first uh, season or so, I believe, but uh, yeah, it's very, very cool. The other thing that I checked out this week been uh, I've watched a couple of old kung fu movies because I don't know why I've just kind of been in the mood for it. One is one that I guarantee no one has ever seen called Odd Couple, which is uh, one of my favorite kung I fu movies. I think I've seen clips from it. Yeah, it's like uh, the like the master of swords and the master of spears like yeah. fight each other each year or something like that, and they decide to take on a pupil. But the um, the actors that play the old masters like. Are, are actually young actors and they play each other's pupil. <laughs> so they kind of flip flop and it's uh, stars uh, Sammo Hung, who was in that show Martial Law, if you remember that from the hmm. 90s. Um, Isn't that a Tekken character's name? I think Martial Law was a Tekken <laughs> character. Yeah. 
Yeah, but no, I watched that, and then uh, the other one I dug around and watched was uh, Master of the Flying Guillotine. That's on Verve now. Oh, it is? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. That's one of my favorite kung fu movies. Yeah, super, super good. Like, the the Flying Guillotine is, like, an insanely impossible weapon, but I love it. And it makes such a cool sound whenever they throw it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's a rad movie. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that was the basis for the game Street Fighter. If you think about it, the uh, a lot of the characters have somewhat kind of basis from that. Like the Indian character with uh, his yoga powers that he stretched his Stretch, arms yeah, out yeah. Really, really long. And uh, at least some of the um, bits from the uh, 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 Muay Thai kickboxer was taken for um, I can't remember. Sagat. Do you... Oh, Sagat, okay. Yeah. Isn't there a Muay Thai guy in Street Fighter? Well, yeah, Sagat's Muay Thai, and also his uh, Adon, who was his uh, pupil. What am I thinking? I'm thinking Muay Thai is something else. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm mixing it up with Capoeira. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a Capoeira guy in Street Fighter? Uh, What's her face from Five? Yeah, yeah. Um, What's her name? She's the new character. Oh, the God one, dang. the one with the large tracts of land. Yeah, can't remember. Who's her name. not the mass wrestler? She's from Brazil. She's from Brazil. She's Sean, uh, Sean's sister, uh, Matsuda. She, yeah, she has a green outfit. Yeah. Oh God. Um. Yeah, you're the Street Fighter dude. I'm the Street Fighter guy, and I'm. I know it. Ask me on any other day, and I would know it. And I just—it's <laughs> totally blanking. And now you're gonna wake up in the middle of the night. That's who it was. I refuse to look it up. I'm doing it. I know Cody is, but I refuse to do it. Let let me think. Um, Minot, no. No, it's not <laughs> Minot. No, but Minot is cool. Minot is a cool design, though. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give you that. She's, although I like her alt costume better than her her main costume because it looks she looks like a mummy, and that's pretty cool. Go with mummies. It's Laura. <laughs> Laura, Laura. That's that's what it is. I knew it was something really kind of just an easy normal name, like yeah. nothing crazy. But uh, yeah, As yeah. In Laura Croft. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, that's Lara. Yeah. So, no. But, not uh, like <laughs> but anyway, yeah, uh, Master of the Flying Guillotine is definitely worth uh, checking out if you get a chance to. Super, super, super good. And the uh, if you can, find the uh, English dub because some of the voices from that dub are just ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like the um, during the uh, fighting tournament like scenes, there's a guy who has like a fan who's like the um, – the uh, he announces who's the winner – and he's always like, you know, he like looks, it looks very puzzled whenever there's a, a like a winner or like smiles or whatever. And then gets real serious and opens up the fan and goes, somebody wins. <laughs> I tell you, like dubbing of like old Kung Fu movies mm-hmm. is, is ridiculous. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. man. Like, like Kung Pao makes fun of a lot of it, mm-hmm. but That's it's such a great movie, but it's pretty darn accurate. Well, it's actually kind of funny. Kung Pao, um, they took another movie that was done by Jimmy Wang Yu, who did Master of the Flying Guillotine, and he used a lot of like the same actors for multiple films. So uh, Betty is in Flying Guillotine, and yeah. um, what's his name? The one with the squeaky shoes that they trained as a joke. Oh. Uh, he's He shows up in it. Like They use a lot of the same actors. Well, it's it's like if you go back and watch um, like Hey There, Tiger Lily. And they took that Japanese spy movie and oh. chopped it up all stupid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's a cringy movie. <laughs> yeah. By a cringy man. You. Let's yeah. <laughs> well, say about Woody, Woody, I'm say Woody Harrelson. Woody, Woody Harrelson. There's classic Woody Harrelson directed films. <laughs> Annie Harrelson. <laughs> oh, man. It took me a second. Okay. That's good. Uh, <laughs> that's good. All right. So that's what I've been checking out, along with some other little stuff. Oh man, you know, I whatever. have I have like a grocery list of stuff well, that I've watched. Let's hit the highlights, man. We have we have a little bit. We want can we do that? Yeah, first? go for it. Yeah. Do it. Do, it, do it. We got we watched uh, the Tomb Raider reboot movie. Oh yeah, how was it? It was okay. Yeah, not bad at all. Yeah. I'd recommend it. Was yeah. it basically like the first game? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was pr- fairly true to the first game. I don't. I never finished the first game though, so I don't know. You're talking Ow. about the first game reboot. Yeah, right? the first game reboot, not not the fun Laura Croft that shoots and jumps and <laughs> No, is Laura getting her 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 body wrecked by nature <laughs> survival Laura. Learning to be the Tomb Raider mm-hmm. Laura. Yeah. Which I don't 
I don't think she finds her dad alive on the island in the game, but she nope. does in the movie, and it seems kind of dumb. I say uh, he, he was dead a long time ago yeah. in, in, the, in the game. Mm-hmm. That and there's like no female characters other than Laura Croft, which is kind of dumb. Like even in the game, they gave her like a friend. Yeah, who was <laughs> absent for ninety five percent of it. Yeah, but she was there. <laughs> and then there was like the weird Japanese ghost priestess thing yeah that's part of the movie oh okay i mean for a video game movie it's like the godfather i mean (laughs) (laughs) you can you can watch all of it without being extremely bored so or angry (laughs) yeah or angry (laughs) it was resoundingly okay oh there you go speaking for a a movie based on a video game that's all right that's high praise yeah uh what's her name alicia vikander Mm -hmm. she was a very good laura croft i i liked her good uh the movie does open with her being punched in the face uh which i thought was weird <laughs> that's a choice yeah the, the the literally first thing you see is her being punched in the face Ooh. she's practicing uh kickboxing with somebody but mm. like it just opens to a full-on <laughs> blow to the face get used to this folks yeah <laughs> yeah I'll, i think that's a did we do anything else i mean i I've played all the way through uh, Dishonored over the past couple of days, which the is the first a, one. Yeah, which is the old as crap video game. Now, now, yeah, <laughs> it's just one that I kind of barely touched before, and I finally decided to go back did you, and finish did, it. Did you do the stealth murder route, or did you do, like the stealth don't kill anybody route? I I killed people, but not very many. So I got the good end. I got the best ending, but. It's it's a really good game, especially if you miss like an immersive like a Bioshock style. It doesn't have the story of a Bioshock, but it has that gameplay where you have all kinds of cool powers and you yeah, need yeah. to figure out how to use them best to traverse. Well, the level. also if you like, you just go around murder hoboing people. Then like the rat thing happens. And... Yeah, the plague gets worse and uh, gets nasty. But it's a it's a really good game and one I should have paid more attention to back when it came out. I love the the blink power, the teleport power, and how they handle that. It's so fun to use. So pick that up for ten bucks. Cool. <laughs> or you, be or be a member of PlayStation now. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you'll enjoy a good eight hours of solid. Yeah, gameplay. it's not a very long game. No. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Let's see here. I watched both the animated Godzilla films that are on Netflix. The new ones. Didn't you? Yeah, we talked about that last week. Did I? Yeah, Yeah. before last week. All right. Uh, Not last week, last show. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Let's see here. Last week we were Like I said, I watched so much much stuff on Netflix. Uh, I Ben Watch, all of uh, Disenchantment. Okay. Hey, we did too. The weekend that came out. We talked about that. It was very good, and I liked it very much. I liked it. It definitely wasn't as strong. Like, I still feel like he's kind of finding his... I mean, toward the end, it really started picking up, but... Yeah, it gets better as you go. It definitely didn't feel like Futurama. Yeah, it's not as laugh a minute as Futurama. There's jokes in there and they're good, but they're not as frequent. Yeah, he's also definitely playing with a whole there's an overarching story. Yeah. And it really doesn't get really strongly into play until like the last few episodes, really. Yeah, it's like it's like you mentioned like these few bit players and then it all kinda like comes together like toward the end. Where you're like, Oh, that's who they are. There, there's some great Matt Groening style sign gags in the oh, background. Yeah. Oh yeah, some of my favorite stuff is the signs <laughs> of these old timey establishments, like the the poison shop called Little Seizures. Oh, that's and it's, good. And it's got a little like choking uh, little Caesar's man on it, saying "Poison, poison." <laughs> <laughs> or there's a there's a Seven Eleven that's that's Seven Eleven in Roman numerals, and then oh. underneath it says "Open." Since the year seven eleven. Okay, that's good. Um, yeah, there's the there's the pub she drinks at all the time. The, the flying scepter. Yeah, and there's like scepters like embedded in the sign because King Zog likes to throw scepters out the window. When, yeah, when he gets mad, he chucks. The yeah, they just bring him a box of scepters and he just throws them out the out the window. Oh, that's good. <laughs> His fish wife. Una. Una. We- yeah. I love that in one of the episodes they call her Reptilicus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am not a reptile. And then she like eats a bug with her tongue. <laughs> it, it's very Matt Groening, just just not as constant as Futurama. Like it, it wants to tell a story too, which is fine. Let it be different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The animation is good. It looks like it's definitely there. Yeah, 
the backgrounds I think are really great, and the really the sweeping sh- uh, CG shots of the the world are very good. Oh man, like the opening like music, like every episode has a different has different art in the opening. And I, it's know, all... I, I just learned that the other day, and I didn't realize you didn't it, notice. That was like the first thing I, I noticed. I skipped all the the theme like almost every time, and I didn't notice that they were different. Now I regret doing that. Yeah, they're all like uh, like colored vector shots of references to what's coming up in the episode the theme song i really like too it's mark mother's Va. there are oh, little cool. they're like little twinges in the theme song that sound almost like game of thrones it, it's very like it sounds like a party yeah <laughs> <laughs> the cast is fairly small yeah but those main three characters are so good and they all play off each other so well yep lucy the demon and elfo the elf elfo the, elfo the elf and uh princess bean princess bean like Lucy the demon and Elfo are very much her good and bad conscious to the point conscience where to the point to the point where they're literally sitting on her shoulders some of the time telling her what she should be doing. Right, yeah. Of I mean, course Elfo is not beyond corruption, but <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, heck, he was pretty corrupt in the very first episode. Yeah, but that's the conceit of the show. Yeah. Yeah, he's the he was definitely the junk elf. Yeah. All the scenes in the elf world are hilarious because where where everybody is happy is constantly happy, and they make candy to sell to get candy. Like their whole <laughs> their whole world is really messed up, and Elfo's the only one that sees that like this is dumb. <laughs> yeah, he like r- like rages about it. <laughs> And then, and then, what's her name? Uh, Kisso or Kissy, Kissy, yeah. Kissy the Elf or whatever. All the elves have dumb names, like something. <laughs> oh, there's one that that is constantly gets shocked by something Shaco. going on. And his shirt that says yeah, shirt just a Shaco on it. His, his mouth name's... is always oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> so stupid. It's a good. It's a really good show, and I really like it. And I wish they would have went with a full twenty episode season right away. Because I don't want to wait another year. Right? Especially with the way they, they end it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it on here, but it gets real. Oh, man. <laughs> and if it, if it's not, uh, like, banging on all cylinders for you in the first couple episodes, just stick with it. Because it... It does start off a little slow. Yeah, it, it, gets, it gets so much better. And even mm-hmm. then, at the beginning, I was still sold right away. I mean, I was sold the fact that it was a fantasy Matt Groening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, other stuff I've watched. What else, oh God, what did I binge that night after that? Oh, all of Agretzko. Agretzko is so good. We've oh, talked yeah, about Agretzko on stuff. here a couple times. Yeah. So yeah. Like, We've talked about that, yeah. It got a little real for me at some point. So oh, like, yeah. Oh, oh sure. Oh, absolutely. It's incredibly real. <laughs> that cartoon red panda is incredibly relatable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially with Jerker bosses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He then kind of has his moments near the end. Yeah, well, everybody on that show is multifaceted, I think. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. To a point. I mean... Uh, yeah, Finico might not be that. She doesn't have a whole lot going on. She's yeah. definitely the, the the kind of a jerk like best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If anybody needs more backstory in the next season, I think it's it's her. Mm-hmm. Even that horrible deer girl has more Oh, yeah. Like, there's like, there's like yeah. two episodes that are basically dedicated to her. Yeah. The yoga teacher. Yeah, protein. protein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. I, I definitely recommend that. Even if you're not an anime person, it's it's hardly an anime. <laughs> like I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, this is adult Hello Kitty and I love it. Yeah, yeah. it really is. <laughs> like people get drunk and there's like stuff and man. When she dates that other red panda <laughs> guy oh, that's weird. <laughs> Uh, he smells his fingernails in public. It's so quirky. <laughs> he's kind of a, he, he, they call him Space Cadet. Yeah. But he's also kind of a, I want to say he's a jerk, but he's. He's just oblivious. Oblivious. Yeah. yeah. That's a good and, way. Yeah. Yeah. See, okay. Uh, and all, and this kind of a spoiler, but it turns out all he really wants to do is go home and take care of his plants. And his, his coworkers even call him a plant. Yeah. Like you're a plant. You just sit there. Like, it, it turns out, in the end, the only reason they're in this relationship is because they're being pressured on both sides by other people, and it's not it's not what's best for either of them. <laughs> Except for her, like, her higher-up co-workers that become her friends. 
Yeah. The, the eagle and the gorilla lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see here. Uh, what else did I have watched? I've watched... Uh, I watched all of Reboot the Guardian Code. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I watched one episode of that. It, it is the worst show? It oh, is the worst show. It is so hard to watch <laughs> and i made myself watch all of it why that is i do don't you, do know you hate were, yourself were you drunk no no <laughs> that's something i would have done drunk but i didn't yeah because i remember sa- talking about the first episode uh a few months ago when i watched it and yeah i mean it's like power rangers but worse but every worse. but like <laughs> everywhere the power rangers zigged this show zagged and it has that sheen of like weird like mid 2000s like bad acting over top of it like it's not good and the worst part is that they like, slap like, Be- like like beetleborgs yeah like beetleborgs level bad acting and the worst part is they had to take something good like reboot and shoehorn it onto yeah mm-hmm. to their bad power rangers knockoff yeah. yeah i don't know the name of it but there was there's a uh, um a uh, couple of videos on youtube a guy i don't like the guy very much who did the uh the uh, uh, like expose kind of thing, but like dug in kind of deep on the uh, reboot, the Guardian Code thing, and from the way it looks, the guy who's the producer of this new show had an animated series before this about four teens who get sucked into the computer and fight the bugs, the evil virus bugs. Hmm. Does that sound familiar? Because <laughs> yeah. it's just reboot the Guardian Code. But I'm, without the reboot. I'm part. glad I'm not like a super huge reboot fan because I would be really offended. But yeah. I mean, I was when okay. I was a kid. Here, yeah. it has its moments, like the moments inside the digital world stuff that feel kind of like reboot. Doesn't Bob show up? Do you really want me to tell you? Yeah. You really want me to spoil stuff? Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna watch this. All right. Nobody okay. should. So we have we have one minute before nobody, we have to go to break. So nobody all right. should okay. watch one minute of spoiler. All right. You see mainframe. Twice in the series. Yeah. The very first when the sorcerer, this hacker, mm-hmm. who has the worst dialogue, the oh, worst dialogue in the, the show. he's the worst actor. Uh, worse than the children. Yeah. he's <laughs> No, he's awful. Even worse no, than the child pretending to telling. be a computer program. Oh, yeah. The child that acts like a computer is, <laughs> is a terrible actress. And the main e- human evil dude is the worst. Yeah. And, okay, so when he activates Megabyte. Uh-huh. Which they make fun of his name, like the minute they meet him. It's like my phone is like a ten thousand of you. <laughs> yeah. They walk past uh, Dot's diner. Yeah, he walks past Dot Diner, and you see a couple establishing shots of mainframe, but it's mm-hmm. all dark and nobody's there. The last episode is called, or last episode, or maybe the last two episodes are called Mayhem and Mayfra- Mainframe or something. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out that the main dude's dad owns the mainframe computer. That mainframe exists inside of, and they go inside it and turn the power on, and everything lights up, and everyone starts showing up. They meet Bob, Dot, Enzo, Hexadecimal. Oh wow! Yeah, and they all look like garbage. Is it young Enzo <laughs> or old Enzo? It's young Enzo, and it's and it's regular Bob and not Internet Bob. That's, see, that's it's not right. stupid. That's that was the first thing I thought of. I'm like, man, they just like. Do you not remember the rest? Yeah, second half of that series. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, Enzo's mermaid girlfriend—they pulled out of the game. Nothing, none of that. Gone. Yeah, and I was like, man, that is dumb. And then they leave it off on a cliffhanger of hexadecimal joining with upgraded megabyte. Yeah, it is not good. No, do not watch it. Hexadecimal should have been in there from the start because hexadecimal is really cool. (laughs) Hexadecimal is definitely the most faceted, no pun intended, um, character of the. Of the villains, mm-hmm. of the two villains that that show ever had. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we have to go to break. But since this is our 200th episode, do we want to leave this on a cliffhanger? I'm pregnant, and it's your baby. But who? Cavemen, the city of bedrock. 
Flintstone. Now I'll tell you why. Well, I got I got a woman named Wilma. Well, I got I got a baby named Pebble. Well, I got I got a doggy named Dino. We do a little boy and we drink a little vino. Well, I got a little buddy, Bunny Rubble. Got a neighbor by the name of Bunny Rubble. Chili Peppers with their song "Give It Away." It's cool to have them here in the studio doing um, a live showing. I really wish they wouldn't have did that thing where they just wear socks on their ding dongs, but well, it was cool to have them here. I mean, yeah, it's what they do. It's what they do. Yeah, I mean, we didn't we paid for the deluxe experience, <laughs> yeah. and I guess that includes the ding dong sock. <laughs> uh, we have some news to go through, right, guys? In theory, we have news. In in theory, yeah. So let's, um, let's I'm just wondering if we're going to be allowed to say ding-dong sock. You've got to give us a pass on our 200th episode, yeah, right? Yeah. So we have some news. Um, first things first, uh, should we talk about this Aquabats Kickstarter yeah, again? I mean, we touched on it a couple weeks ago. How it was bad, how, and they did bad, and they should feel bad. Well, they fixed it. And, yeah, they fixed it. And they really did. They, mm-hmm. they, they changed their goal levels. They've already met their goal. Yeah. They lowered it to... I think two hundred thousand bucks for an album. Uh, hundred thousand for the hundred thousand for an album, and two hundred and fifty for an album and six mini web episodes of their show. Which is, I mean, that's enough. Yeah, it's much more reasonable, and mm-hmm. I'm glad they're they made it. Yeah, you I didn't don't have know. to be a greedy jerk. I, I yeah. still don't understand why they decided their initial goal was like one point one million. There's like, there was no way they were going to do it. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah. But I'm glad they fixed it. You know, I I do I do still like the Aquabats, and I am I hope to see them succeed. I'm just I just wasn't going to support them at the 1.1 million dollar. <laughs> yeah, That's it didn't seem reasonable, and I, they weren't going to hit it anyway. They yeah. were like only a little over halfway there when they 
reconfigured their whole Kickstarter and started it over. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, moving on from that, we have some uh, Star Wars news. Uh, a couple of Star Wars news. A couple of news, Star Wars newses. Newses, news items. Yeah. Star Wars, is it Star Wars' news or Star Wars newses? We have or a Star's couple, War news. Uh, we have a couple of news articles about the Star War. Ah, okay. So the first, it's a couple of casting things. Uh, the big one is uh, Matt Smith, one of the doctors from the Doctor Who uh is going to be in episode nine in an undisclosed part because of course they're not going to tell you what he's going to be it's yeah. going to be a th- i bet it's an alien <laughs> with two hearts in a blue box <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be nuts though if, if he was a, the doctor, a, the doctor in it. oh can I'm you imagine how angry everyone on the internet would get well, I would be half, thrilled. Oh, I, would, I would be too. Yeah. Half the internet would be really angry. The other half would be losing their minds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I imagine, you know what? I imagine he's probably going to be so, uh, someone on the bad guy side. I yeah, bet I he's going to be. It. Yeah, he's been playing bad guys here lately. Yeah. Like, I could see him being like another, like, well, um, Kylo Ren has become more of like a, uh, has pretty much taken over for the, um, what's his Supreme name? Supreme Commander Supreme, Snoke. Yeah, so yeah. he's kind of become the Supreme Commander, so... Maybe Smith is going to play another Knight of Ren, perhaps, or... I mean, the Knights of Ren we never saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless Snoke is one of those lizards that can regrow their bodies, maybe there's two Snokes now. <laughs> maybe he's young Snoke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It'd be kind of a waste, but... Yeah. yeah. But, uh... But at least he's not Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> but Matt Smith is a great actor. He's a cool guy, and I'm glad that he's in a Star War. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only way they could have done it better is if they got David Tennant, if they wanted to get another doctor in there, because yeah. he's what? probably the best actor. Yeah, he's the best doctor. Yeah. David Tennant technically was already in Star Wars. Was he? Yes, in Clone Wars. Oh. Oh. Yeah, he was a Jedi construction teacher Oh, for for Padawans. Oh, right on. Uh, yeah. So there we go. We got two doctors. It was doctors. really good. It's a really good episode, actually. Hmm, cool. And along with that, there's um, this was actually tacked on as like a like a little last line in the uh, article about Matt Smith. I guess Billy D. Williams is coming back as Old Lando for uh, episode nine. I mean, it's about time. He was the only original actor, original who actor who couldn't come back. Yeah. 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 I'm in. Sure. Why not? That's, That's cool. cool. Everybody loves Lando. Everybody loves Lando. He really loves capes. <laughs> loves those capes. But yeah. I, I still need to see Solo. No, you don't. No. <laughs> you really don't. It's okay. You can you can give it a pass. But I want to see Donald Glover as Lando. That's the, that's the redeeming factor of the yeah, movie. Yeah, that's the that's all I want to see. Mm-hmm. Everything else is kind of meh. Yeah. <laughs> I am glad that Kelly Marie Tran is coming back. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm super happy about that. I don't particularly want to get into the that discussion because we tried it once mm-hmm. and it didn't come out well and i'm afraid if we get into that discussion again it's also going to come out not she great. did recently do an interview where she talked about her experiences with the the fandom Everything, yeah yeah, the, yeah that whole situation is yeah. just it's making me like star wars less yeah well to be completely ma- making me like star wars fans well, i mean i already had a I don't know, it's kind of there. polluting my entire star wars experience at this point I read something on Twitter that I thought was funny. When I was a kid, like, it was the Star Trek fans that were, like, kind of the insufferable, mm-hmm. like, Dorcases. And now it's done a full turnaround. Oh, yeah. And now it's the Star Wars fans that... That are the that, insufferable. Yeah. Yeah. I... Yeah. You know, I... I like enjoying things, but I try to stay out of fandoms as much as possible because more and more often it seems like... Uh, the fans are the worst part of any given uh, thing. <laughs> any given thing, like fans have ruined so many different things, and if you let it, it's going to ruin everything you enjoy. There's some murky and depths so, in and there, I've, and I've started to kind of have the conscious decision to not let uh, idiot fans ruin my enjoyment of things. I just stay out of the fandom completely. Kelly Marie Tran did a, she did a fine job. She did a good job. I liked her in the movie. I liked her, I, and I liked her character, and, and I. I'm, yeah, I mean, I liked her character. I liked it. I didn't. I I didn't understand the the um, kind of shoehorned love thing with yeah that with Finn at the very end. That you, was kind of weird. But you otherwise, can't blame her for bad writing. Exactly. Yeah. That was what. That's what I was getting at. Uh, even if you you know, I like the character. Even if you didn't like the character, that's totally your call. Your that's totally your call. But 
don't blame the actor for the character. That's like people didn't want Ben Affleck to play Batman because he was in Daredevil. It wasn't his fault Daredevil was bad. It yeah. was just bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. And that's all I kind of want to say on the topic. So let's move on to other, yeah. other happier... Wait, wait, I got one yes. more thing. One more thing. I'm tired of people saying that Canto... Was it Canto Bite? Bright? Canto Bright? The casino planet. I'm tired of people saying that that didn't have any purpose. This is the middle movie. Yeah. It'll it'll have a purpose. It'll pay off. It's like people forget that it's in the middle of a trilogy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll have a reason. <laughs> yeah. And if it doesn't, you know what? Who cares? There's a whole sequence in uh, Empire where the um, uh, Millennium Falcon gets stuck inside that giant worm for a while. That's true. That served zero purpose in the grand scheme of things. People forget there's large chunks of Empire that really have nothing to do in the grand scheme of things with other stuff. Yeah. Like, honestly. Uh, people don't like to look back on things with the, an appropriate critical eye. Yeah. They they forget the stuff that was weird like that. Like Ghostbusters. People really blow out of proportion how... Gr- I mean... I'm going to sound like I'm dissing on Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is one is one of my favorite movies of all time, mm-hmm. but it also isn't like this perfect golden calf of a film. That no, has... there, there are issues with Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. and, I mean, that, that comes with being a responsible fan is that you have to look at, you can look at things with a critical eye and divorce yourself from being a fan of that thing and admit that, yes, there are issues with just about anything you enjoy. There's, Enterprise. there's nothing's perfect. Nothing's <laughs> <Enterprise>. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's that whole, uh, looking at things through rose colored glasses thing is what gets people in trouble when it comes to fandom. Um, it's just the way it goes. Speaking of looking at things with rose colored glasses, uh, <laughs> there's a bunch of Nickelodeon shows that's going to be popping up on, uh, the, uh, streaming service, uh, Verve, right? Yes. Which I, we've talked about Verve so many times mm-hmm. on here. I feel like they should be a sponsor. I, I wish. Because it is there, a great deal, especially there, It's now. a great deal and a great service. <laughs> <laughs> they got a whole bunch of old Nickelodeon shows, which is awesome. Yeah, the Nick Splat. They, uh, Nick Splat used to be a, a... It was their old, like, uh, you know, kind of teen lineup sort of thing. And then they had a, their own channel there for a while called Nick Splat. Yeah, it was kind of like a nostalgia for, like, the mm. 90s kids kind of thing where they played, like, older Nicktoons and stuff like that. Uh, not just Nicktoons, but, like, live action. Oh, yeah, and yeah, This yeah. is going to have live action as well. Yeah, yeah like, it has all that. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, the, the Snick stuff. I don't believe it has Roundhouse, but we'll, I think we'll live. It doesn't have Roundhouse. It does have Hey Dude. Oh, God. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's salute a your, podcast. Salute Your Shorts is so much better. Salute Your Shorts. I hated yeah. that show when I was a kid. Salute Your Shorts or Hey Dude. Both. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I didn't grow up with either one of those that much. Honestly, going back, if I rewatched them, they'd probably be terrible. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't cartoons. I was like, forget this. Yeah, although I enjoyed Double Dare. Although I love did, Double Dare. Although, did you see Nick Splat is not getting the original Double Dare? It's getting Double Dare two thousand. Still okay. Still fine. Yeah. I mean, it's not as good because there's no Mark Summers. Yeah. Is uh, it getting guts? Uh, yes, it's getting guts. It's Legends of the Hidden Temple. Legends of the Hidden, Hidden Temple starring and the, Mark Fogg. And the best one, Kirk Fogg. Kirk Fogg. <laughs> the best one, uh, Nick Arcade. Nick Arcade. The video. Yeah. Dude, I used to watch the yeah. living daylights out of that. It's basically Nickelodeon's version of Starcade. Mm-hmm. Yep. But Starcade, uh, Starcade's better, but so Nick good. Arcade's rad, too. Yeah, but along with that, they're getting a bunch of old cartoons. Uh, All Real Monsters, the first time it's popped up in, in years. All the Roccos are the on Rocco. there. So, yeah, the first Rocco. two seasons of Rocco. Only the first two? Mm-hmm. Well, there's only I'll, like three or four. There's four seasons four. of it. I've, what I've noticed is a lot of this are that's popping up there are like the first or first and second season. They're not getting the entire run of everything. Yet. They're getting like the first half of just any particular show. Mm. But yeah, Rocco is going to be on there. Uh, Clarissa Explains It All is going to be on there. The first two seasons of Are You Afraid of the Dark. Nice. I loved Are You Afraid of the mm-hmm. Dark. Oh, yeah. Give me that over the Goosebumps right? action series any day of the week. Goosebumps has a better theme song. Right? Goosebumps has the better theme song, and it has that dog with the glowing eyes. That goes, woof, 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 woof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, no, but, but there's the some... Midnight Society. Yeah. yeah. There's some notable absences, though. There's no Hey Arnold, there's no Invader Zim, and there's no Rugrats. Because those are all getting new movies. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah there, there's plans for them. Although there's also plans for Rocco. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, Rocco. Yeah, yeah Rocco. 
That I can't wait for that Rocco oh, movie. I'm so, so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Click the link. Wash your hands. <laughs> Click the link. Wash your hands. I'm <laughs> I'm so much more excited for the Rocco one than the Zim one, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I oh yeah. And I love Zim, but Rocco. <laughs> yeah. I think Rocco is going to play to the fact that it, it it's going to grow up with us and make fun of everything that you know yeah. we see. Yeah. And a lot of the the those clips from the Zim reboot looked like they follow the comics pretty closely mm. and i read those already yeah right <laughs> yeah you know i think it's it's going to be interesting to go back and watch some some old rocco because you know as a kid you know you got you some of the, 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 the broader jokes but like it was a biting commentary on being in your mid-20s to early 30s in the, in the 90s and, and now yeah. we are that age and maybe like more of that stuff is going to be like prevalent <laughs> like you know, have more meaning to it, you know. I always just remember the episode where Rocco meets Heifer's family. <laughs> I remember the episode where Rocco, um, there was, it was a, they never call it out, uh, you know, verbally, but he is working at a sex talk line. Oh, yeah. 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 The, the, oh, baby. Oh, oh baby. baby. Yeah. And the, and the stuff on the walls about, yeah. like, being courteous. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. There, how, one of Heifer's brothers cross-dresses. Yeah. And they just... They just roll it's with it. It's fine. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. I loved Rocco. I think but, Rocco was one of my favorites. It was yeah. one, absolutely yeah. one oh, of yeah. my favorites. Oh, yeah. This it's getting this is getting uh, Angry Beavers and Cat Dog as well. Cat I, Dog is a crime. Yeah. I, I own all of, Hank, of Angry Beavers. Angry so. Beavers is very good. Yeah. Angry Beavers is very good. I didn't like it when I was a kid. I don't know why, but it's good. I, if I watch it, I watched it, you know, recently as an adult, yeah, and fine. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. I have no idea why I didn't like it as a kid. <laughs> Maybe she didn't realize that Richard Horowitz was the voice of Daggett. Yeah. yeah. They're not angry enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Owen Wilson one just seemed like super chill. Like he was not angry at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. He always has had like this really like That's ethereal true. way of talking. Yeah, uh, Norbert is not that angry. angry. He's not. Also, I've probably said this on here before, but the Penny Arcade characters. Their voices, I've always, mm. I've always heard them in my head as, as the as, angry as Daggett Norbert. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Tycho, Tycho is Norbert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gabe is is Daggett. Daggett, yeah. That's probably accurate. Gabe is the annoying one. Yes. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah. In cartoon and in life. <laughs> but that's a topic for a completely different show. <laughs> They've been a lot better. Have they? I stopped paying attention to any of their stuff. A long, long I, time I, ago. I still um, follow them on the Facebook and read the comic occasionally because it's not like it's hard to do. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like reading a newspaper comic strip. It's hardly ever funny, but occasionally you get a chuckle. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> you know, I guess a lot of um, Gabe's, like, per- like, Mike Frahulik's like per, just personality in general. I just don't, it bleeds into the comic for me. I can't uh-huh. read it. I don't know. I think, I think he's calmed down or either had, they're managing him better. One boy, of the two. They, boy, they're going to have, <laughs> yeah. they almost have to, because like it, well, when I dropped off is when they kind of really, really started hitting big. It's like, how can you be like the voice of the little guy when you're making all this money and like you, you've built an arcade in your garage yeah, and like own multiple boats Mercedes or something and stuff like that. Mercedes. Yeah. It just came across really false. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's like your Weezer argument. Hmm. Like the, It's like for the latest Weezer album. It's How like it, it sounds really fake. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like there's no life to it. Like they tried, like they're trying to recapture what made them popular. Weezer ever since uh, their fourth album has been trying to recapture the, the spark of the first two albums. And every time that they try to, it doesn't work because they're trying because rivers isn't a 20 year old, awkward nerd man anymore. Yeah. So mm. it doesn't, it doesn't ring true. It doesn't ring true anymore. It just comes off totally false. Anyway, news. Anyway, <laughs> news. Let's talk about some news. Um, so tell me about Alita Battle Angel. I have no next to nothing about this other than I hate the character's face. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds mean, but it's the eyes. They're yeah, weird. Yeah, it's the eyes. They're big, weird eyes. It's it's that Uncanny Valley sort of thing where it's almost human, but not just, just this side of not, and what it if, makes my stomach upset. 
It's a, a new movie based on an anime, and it's directed by Robert Rodriguez, mm-hmm. and I think produced it's by produced by uh, James Cameron. Yeah, James Blue Jungle Cat Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it looks okay. The trailer looks the fine. The trailer was pretty exciting. Had cool fights. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen a Robert Rodriguez movie, and I'm kind of in the mood for yeah, that. yeah. So uh, mindless what's, violence. Okay, yeah. so who can tell me like the general plot of what this? I is? have no idea. It was so long <sighs> okay. ago. Alita: Battle Angel was a kind of a cyberpunky anime like back in the day, kind of riding on like Ghost in the Shell's yeah. kind of like it's, coattails. It's it looked ghost, very Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell, but not as good. Yeah. She's a I can't I can't even remember if she's super like a, fighting robot. Yeah, I can't mega remember. Mega man, <laughs> mega Alita. Yeah, with like, the mega eyes. Seriously, when I watched it, um, I watched it on a friend's computer on a newfangled DVD disc. <laughs> and we watched it on the computer because that was the only place where you could play a DVD in their house. Oh wow, wow! Because it was that new. <laughs> But yeah, but no, she just looks like a fighting robot that someone finds and tries to turn it like teach to be a normal girl. But then she has to fight mm-hmm. killer robots or something. Yeah, cyborg people, but cyborg yeah. people. Yeah, and the whole reason with this with her with her face is the fact that was the art style of the of the of the manga and the anime mm-hmm. is she just has these really big buggy eyes. Doesn't make it's like if they took that Netflix Death Note movie and made everybody's eyes real big in that. Like yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Although I guess I can just for the sake of arguing the counterpoint, I guess I can see them wanting to do like using the eyes being slightly making making her facial facial features just slightly un inhuman as a um easy kind of like uh visual Remember she's tell. not human. To say yeah. that, hey, she's a robot, and maybe you should feel a little uncanny valley when you look at her. Like, right, that that could be what they're trying to go for. I just hate it. <laughs> it, it makes more sense than like in Detroit Become Human, where they're indistinguishable from humans except for this glowing LED light. I think it just pop out. They, they, yeah, very easily removed. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't do anything. They just yeah. It's like yeah, you just it, break the factory seal, pop that thing out, and you look like a human. Yeah, it removes Live your their, life. It removes their or the the visual tell of their emotions or whatever. Or load loading. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the load. It's the same loading graphic the game uses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. All right. So, but that that looks all right. That looks fine. Yeah, I don't have any scathing criticisms for. I mean, I mean yeah. Ghost in the Shell was. It looks better than that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This has Christoph Waltz in it, so I'm I'm okay with it. I'll, I'll at least give it a shot. I like him. Oh yeah, he's good and everything. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, um, if we want to talk a little bit about TV, we're kind of bouncing back and forth a little bit we got here. One more movie. Oh, we have. Oh yeah, we do have one one more movie thing. Hey, good news, everybody! Tom Hardy signed on for three Venom movies. Three more. Three more. After that one that we've all seen and loved. Yeah, because we know for sure that that one's going to do so well. It's guaranteed to be a hit. With their symbiotes and their... Like the mummy. And their weird, yeah. like, I'm going to eat your face stuff. And eat your face, your arms, and your legs. Yeah. Your, Just your why? Your butt cheeks. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I understand trying to lock your your actors in in the event that your movie is going to be good, but look at what you're making. It's not gonna. It'll it'll do fine. It'll do it's fine. My guess, it'll do fine, but it's not it's, gonna be a blockbuster. It'll do fine here because it's a superhero film. It'll do. It'll make all of its money back overseas, and it'll make enough for them to guarantee at least one more. It's not gonna be Deadpool. It's not gonna be Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. Heck, even the Marvel stuff's not even Deadpool. Yeah, I don't. I guess I just don't understand why. Why Venom? Why? What's the point? Yeah, he's. I would say, as far as like ancillary Spider-Man characters, he's probably one of the more one recognizable, one the more recognizable and sure. yeah. too popular. But, but he's a Spider-Man character. Yeah, and like, yeah, if you want to take like outside of any other character outside of say Green Goblin, like Venom is like tied super super heavily to spider-man to remove spider-man completely from the story i just don't know how it's going to work it's like if they gave us the thing a movie 
without yeah. the Fantastic Four in it. <laughs> Although he, the thing did have a cartoon. That's true. Yeah, he thing also, ring, do your thing. He also had a cartoon with with Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble. He did. Yes. I did not remember yeah. that. Yes, he did. Wow. I'm pretty sure I read that the other day. Wow. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I will make sure, so I'm not spreading false information. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, again, this is Venom movie. I just don't. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. And, and to know that we're going to get at least three of them. I can only hope for, like, you know, you know, other symbiotes like Toxin or, or Carnage or. Oh, you give know. me all of them. Give me Shrike. Shrek. Yeah, give me Shrek. Donkey, I'm gonna eat your face, donkey. Somebody once told me you got a black ooh on you. <laughs> Fred and Barney Meet the Thing is a 60-minute Saturday morning animated package show and a spinoff of the Flintstones produced by Hanna-Barbera. Wow. In 1979. Wow, that sounds great. It contained the following two segments, the new Fred and Barney show and the thing. <laughs> okay. Huh, Interesting. Man, you said 1967? 1979. 1979, okay. Man, the, the Fantastic Four and Marvel itself would have been still really young at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the 1979 and 1980 season, the series was expanded to a 90-minute time slot with the addition of the new Shmoo under the title Fred and Barney Meet the Shmoo. Oh, God. What's, what's, what's the Shmoo? You don't know what the Shmoo is? No. He's like a little white blob man. But wasn't he like from the Herculoids? He was from a comic strip. He does look like the Herculoids. Yeah, he looks guy. like. Um... He's based on something from a comic strip, but he also had a Hanna Barbera show where he solved mysteries with teenagers. Yeah, like like many Hanna Barbera cartoons. <laughs> yeah, the... that stupid yeah. shark. Hey, yeah. hey, back off, Jabberjaw, man! <laughs> the funky phantom. Where teens solve mysteries with an effeminate uh, revolutionary war general guy. You know what make a really good quiz to do sometimes? Come up with, like, Hanna-Barbera? Like, yeah, real or fake. Real or fake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that would be a good one to ask anyone but me, because I know all of the Hanna-Barbera ones. <laughs> yeah, Like Speed too. Buggy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He always he sounded like he was on drugs. He did, yeah. <laughs> I mean, see, wasn't Captain Caveman one of the uh, ones where he? Yep. Yeah. With yeah. Teens? He solved mysteries with teens too. Yeah. Captain Caveman. I tried not to peek the mic there, even there though I appreciate also, it. Yeah. There was also a dune buggy in the Funky Phantom, but I don't think it spoke. Or what about the the what about the original Ghostbusters? Oh, with the gorilla. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Have you ever seen the live action of the original Ghostbusters? Like, no. yeah, it was a live action show before it was a a dumb uh, cartoon. Yeah. Dumb cartoon. Yep. And that's it was why a, it the, was a dumb live action show before mm-hmm. it was a dumb cartoon. And that's cartoon. why the cartoon based on the Ghostbusters movie is called the real Ghostbusters yeah, because yeah. Ruby Spears had the rights. Was it Ruby Spears? I think it was Ruby Spears had the rights to the name Ghostbusters, mm. which they also had to pay somebody to make the movie. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Just just think if that's what the Ghostbusters movie was. <laughs> if it was Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and a gorilla solving <laughs> so, solving ghost crimes for could've, 90 minutes. Could have still been a good movie, I honestly. I would still watch it, yeah. <laughs> sure. Would it would have been Bill Murray and, and Dan Aykroyd, or would it have been Bill Murray and Harold Ramis? It would have been Bill Murray and John Belushi, I mm. I imagine, because there was there was a permutation of the Ghostbusters movie where it, it was uh, just it was, John Belushi. It was Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. Oh. It was the two of them, and they were more like um, like utility workers. Like they came in, like people who came in and like to fix your plumbing mm. or whatever. Oh, okay. They would just come in and fix your ghosts. And it was probably <laughs> a lot weirder and a lot like. Mm-hmm. mystical garbage probably because of dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah. yeah crystal skull <laughs> i was getting ready to make the joke you beat me there yeah. yeah did you know uh eddie murphy was originally written to play the winston zedmore part yeah and he had a whole bunch more to do mm-hmm. that they cut out of the movie yeah which is a shame that is a shame because that would have been pretty great man there was so much he's just not there <laughs> yeah all right so uh we have time for one more quick thing. I'm going to take two seconds and say... Oh, I know what it's going to be. Yeah, you know exactly what it's going to be. <laughs> That's right. 
It's Power Rangers time. Get your hand on the button. It's time for our podcast within a podcast. Go, go, Power Podcast. Where I'm going to talk about Power Rangers for like a minute and a half. So this year is the Power Rangers 25th anniversary. It's crazy that it's been on for 25 years. And this, the they just had an episode that aired this past week from Super Ninja Steel. That was like a, a anniversary show where a bunch of old actors from various seasons came on. It was like a, almost a dozen uh, different actors, all led by Jason David Frank. Of course. Fighting a, an evil robot, Jason David Frank. So not they didn't just get one JDF, they got yeah, two. they got two. Okay, okay, side note. If they wanted to use an evil Jason David Frank, they had a perfectly good villain already set up with the fans in the comic they could have just pulled him lord draken yeah yeah see i don't know i don't know if they would pull that in although they did use draken in uh hyperforce the uh art that uh role-playing yeah like show that they did on twitch anyway that um, has the voice of ladybug in it yeah bring it around yeah there we go <laughs> but uh yeah um i we sat and watched a couple clips from it i over the weekend i'm probably going to try to watch the full episode because it'll probably go up online somewhere but no, it's kind of cool that you know they got so many actors back to do this this thing. They even got like Rocky. They even got uh, Steve Cardenas. Everybody's favorite. Everybody's Ranger. favorite Red Ranger, Rocky. <laughs> you know, it's they, Rocky, guys. They got all the Rangers that will agree to appear in the same location as Jason, Jason David, David Frank. Frank. Yeah, you mean all the ones that don't get angry around him? Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yes, that's what I implied. Uh huh. Yeah. Although it is kind of neat that they um, created a special morpher for Tommy because he is he's five, played so many different. He rangers. has five different rangers. The master morpher, or whatever they the call master it, master morpher, and it has it has elements from all from each one of the seasons, and it has a coin for each one of his yeah. versions, so he could switch back and forth between the different versions. That's kind of a neat idea. <laughs> hey, hey, maybe we, he's feeling green today. He'll yeah. go green. Hey, hey, yeah. we 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 had a Sentai about that. They used keys, and it was fantastic. Oh, sure, yeah. But anyway, uh, that's all I have really to say about that, other than it's pretty great. And I, I enjoyed watching that clip we saw, and I don't yeah. give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> fair. You know what? That's fair. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. So, hey, I think that's going to do it for our show. Thank you very much for listening to our special 200th episode of Nerd Overload. Air horns, confetti. Beep, 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 beep. We made it, you guys. We, made it. we dropped the uh, the, dun, the banner. Dun, it dun, says dun, 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 "Mission Accomplished." Two hundred episodes. That's it's hard to believe, right? It, it doesn't feel like it. It doesn't. Man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I got confetti in my mouth. <laughs> All right, it tastes like so, paper uh, and regret. <laughs> right. So anyway, I just want to remind you all, you can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us on social media because you know you love it. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. All our social meets. Yep. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. Hit us up with your, your all your favorite questions and comments and your your chili recipes as long as it's not Cincinnati style because that's disgusting. That's not chili. It's like meat slop. <laughs> it's not chili. I'm just saying that right now. It's not chili. You can follow Meat us. slop on, on cold noodles. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> Hard stance by Nerd Overload. <laughs> Cincinnati chili's gross. Fight Don't eat me. Skyline. I didn't know that was going to inspire so much conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Nerd Overload TV over there on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, write a review on iTunes. That helps us out. It does. Tell your friends. Uh, word of mouth is very helpful for the show. Um, we did us... 200 of these for you. That's yeah, the least come on. you can do at this point. Yeah, the, <laughs> it's the least you can do. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, uh, just about anywhere you can Gregor. find it. Gregor.zone. Gregor.zone. That is a website that you can find it. That hot new podcasting website. If you like t-shirts, and we know you do, because, you know, cover up your body. We have t-shirts. You can I'm, go to I'm our running store. running out of jokes about t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. And maybe we should try not to talk about nipples in this segment. Maybe not. Well, now we have. <laughs> now we've you've opened, ruined we've it. Opened that, we've opened the nipple door, and now <laughs> that Pandora box. We, we've gone to the nipple well. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you, could, uh, you, you can get a shirt. Uh, just go to bit.ly backslash nerd overload T. That's T-E-E. Or you can go to nerdoverload.com and click on the store link at the top. 
There's a new one with my uh, famous sign out line on it that's fantastic. Yep, that's right. It's very cool. We're, we always have more and more shirts going up there. Uh, anyway, thank you again for tuning in. We really appreciate you sticking around with us. Thank you. Yes, thanks. Mary 200 Miss 200 Miss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for the 200th time, pizza out. Pizza out.